In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Half of you, half of our active members are now under the age of 35. That means that at St. John we have babies everywhere. One thing I've noticed is that almost everybody here wants to hold the babies. Sometimes when you want to hold those babies, you make me want to hold my breath. As I watch a baby being passed from a mother to a child to a younger child to someone who, to whom I want to say, you yourself are still a baby, you can't hold that baby. But around here, nobody ever seems to get dropped on their head and almost nobody seems to cry. So maybe it's all worth the risk. Because after all, everybody knows that holding a baby changes us. So God the Father trusted his own baby, his only begotten son, to the womb and the breasts and the heart and the hands and the lap and the motherly love of St. Mary. God the Father did that because he thought it was worth the risk. Actually, to be more personal, he thought each one of you was worth the risk. He did it. He sent his only begotten son into flesh and blood because he knew that holding this particular baby would not only change St. Mary, it would change all of us. It could have gone the other way if St. Mary would have acted like St. Eve. St. Mary had so many chances to drop the little baby Jesus on his head and run the other way. There was that trip to Egypt when they were fleeing from Herod's murderers. Or that day when Jesus went missing in the temple. Or that other day when Jesus' preaching was so crazy that Mary and his brothers came to get him. Or that other, other day when the soldiers took Jesus away from Mary and pounded nails through his hands and his feet at Golgotha. At any of those points, Mary could have played Eve, but she never did. Mary never gave him up. Not even when, as St. Simeon says today, her own soul was pierced by anguish and loneliness and pain. The sort of pain that only a mother can feel when she loses a child. She always stuck by him, mother for son. She always kept her promise, the promise that she made to Gabriel and to the Heavenly Father and to the church and, quite frankly, to each one of you. Let it be unto me according to your will. Now, one of the things that God the Father willed was that after giving birth, every woman should appear at the temple 40 days later and offer two pigeons for her cleansing and also in celebration that she had come back to the community. That's what Mary is doing today. God the Father also willed that every woman should dedicate her firstborn son to God himself. And Mary is doing that too. But then Mary does another thing. 
a remarkable thing that only a mother can do. She opens her hands and she passes her child around. She lets St. Simeon hold the baby. Just as the Heavenly Father had trusted her, she trusts Simeon with Jesus, who is virgin-born, human and divine, who is, as we hear, peace and word and light, salvation and presence, Christ for the Jews and light for the Gentiles. She trusts her firstborn son to the heart and the hands and the mystical love of this righteous and devout old man. She let St. Simeon hold the baby because she thought it was worth the risk. And you can see before your own eyes that it changes him. In Jesus, St. Simeon sees things that no one has ever seen before. O Lord, now I can die in peace according to your word in him, in his light. My eyes have seen light. This is an epiphany a revelation to the Gentiles, and it is pure love, pure holiness for God's own people, Israel. And then St. Simeon does the most remarkable thing. He passes the baby to all of you. Apparently, Simeon thinks that you and I are worth the risk and apparently he knows that holding Jesus will change us too. That change happens each time you and I hold the baby Jesus in our hands and in our mouth at the Holy Eucharist. The church has always confessed this. You remember St. John Chrysostom. He says, when you come to the altar, make a little manger with your hands, and the priest will put the baby Jesus there. Sing with me, says St. Simeon, in the Nunc Dimittis. O Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your will. And so we do. We sing too. We see too. We know that when the baby Jesus touches us, his touch forgives and strengthens and blesses. It builds us up as one. His pristine flesh, his holy blood, they light us up. They make us like St. Simeon. Righteous and devout. Holding the baby, Jesus changes each one of us. It is the reason you come to church every week. You need that touch. Certainly there is always the danger and the temptation that you and I will lose our grip and drop the baby Jesus on his head. In our own lives, when things get tough to the point of loneliness and anguish, when the pain seems too great, or on the other side of the coin, when the devil, the world, and our flesh seem more delicious than the Holy Supper, we can tend to neglect him. But please do not do that. Eve played out that story, and it does not have a happy ending. It is St. Mary and St. Simeon who show all of you the way home. It is now 40 days since Jesus was born, and this morning the Christmas cycle comes to a close. The next time we hear from Jesus, he will be a man, and soon he will go off to the cross for your sins and for mine. 
but on the way through Galilee, up to Jerusalem, and then outside the walls to Golgotha. You should remember that it's never too late to hold the baby. Watch Mary. Listen to St. Simeon. Come now to the Eucharist. It is never too late to be forgiven and changed. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.